0: She has been a coach a little bit over three years, and she is currently a 2021 elite coach, but I believe she's already hit her qualification for 2022 elite coach, which congratulations are definitely there. She's a seven-star diamond coach, and in 2020, uh, she was ranked one of the top 50 coaches and she's currently keeping that in 2021 as well she has spent 32 months in success club all the way from las vegas nevada courtney swissman welcome in courtney how are you hey sandy thank you so much (laughs) all the way from las vegas very close for me but i think that for people on the east coast it's quite a ways how are you doing i'm good
1: i'm cold cold in las vegas
0: Yeah, what's going on? Fall is coming to the West Coast, too. I don't get it. I don't know. It's not right. Um, Okay, I, I think I also didn't mention your team, Team the Sisterhood, right? Yes. And your sister right now is celebrating Thanksgiving in Canada.
1: Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving,
0: Canada. (laughs) Happy Thanksgiving. So we're going to kind of go all over the place right now because this topic is really, really killer. So I want you to talk a little bit. You had an incredible, incredible journey with our products. And you recently told me about your first 40 days on that program. I want you to talk about how that uh, created a, a coaching experience for you. So you go ahead.
1: Yeah. um, You know, when Sandy asked me to speak on the National Makeup Call, I was so excited to hear what the topic was. This topic means so much to me. From customer to coach, now what? Because I am still a customer. What makes me an incredible coach is the fact that I'm an incredible customer. My true love for these programs and products, honestly, is what makes my business legitimate. I was recently with one of my mentors Jamie Fitzpatrick and he asked me what I thought was one of the most important qualities of a successful coach. I said confidence really quickly and since then I haven't stopped thinking about that. So today I want to share with you guys how that's built. Built because we don't start as confident coaches, we become them. Like Sandy mentioned in preparing for this, I was looking back at my first 40 days as a coach. I scrolled all the way back on my Instagram and started reading those posts. Um, I was surprised to see, I didn't mention coaching for my first 32 days. Day one as a coach for me was day 26 of 80 day obsession. I had just completed phase one. I had some awesome results. I think I was down 15 pounds and my sister was like, you should coach. So I decided to jump in. Um, And from that day one, the first thing I posted was my before picture. I had already had some results, but what I really wanted to do was take people on this journey. I wanted to be vulnerable enough to show up in that before state and not just show up with my results out the gate. So I posted my before picture on a brand new page. I took a deep breath and I posted every single day for 32 days straight. I posted super basic things, guys, like phase two, can't believe I made it here, leg day, hashtag no excuses, day 26 on 80, like things I would never post as a seasoned coach today. But as I was reading those posts, they were just very vulnerable, genuine posts about my own personal journey. I was not an expert. I was not a credible coach at that point. I was simply a customer that was looking to make this into a business. So during that 32 days, I was building my credibility. Before that, I'd never posted on social media about fitness. So it wouldn't have felt natural for me to all of a sudden come out and be asking for a sale. So for 32 days, I shared my journey. I was consistent. I showed up every single day. It wasn't easy. I remember looking at my coach's page for inspiration on what I should post, sometimes even mimicking her posts just because I wanted to continue to post consistently, but I really had no clue how to do that. I felt that imposter syndrome. I was unsure. I had the fear of social media. I had all those same emotions that so many new coaches did, but my main goal was be consistent and post every single day. On day 33, I will never forget my very best friend called me and she said, I love what you're doing. I'm like, yay you. I'm so inspired by you, but are you a coach? And I realized then it wasn't clear. I was sharing my journey, but it wasn't clear if I was a coach. So on day 33, I did my coming out post. I posted about being a coach, and I did a call to action to ask people if they'd like to join me on this journey. Before that, I had posted super consistent. And one of the key things here, guys, is that I had posted my transformations. I posted almost weekly my transformation going through 80-Day Obsession, and people were impressed. People were following along and watching me transform before their very eyes. It doesn't necessarily have to be about weight loss. For me, it was because I had a significant amount of weight to lose. But by the time I started asking for the sale publicly, by the time I really came out as a coach, it was such an authentic transition because I'd been sharing my journey day by day, super consistently. And that was kind of my first 40 days, Sandy.
0: So when we were talking about your first 40 days, you weren't a coach yet though, right? This was like your post of you being a customer.
1: I was a coach. I was a coach at that point. I started my Instagram on day one of coaching, but I just, I didn't feel like a coach yet. I yeah. still felt like a customer because I was finding my way through this transition. And so while I, I, I and you know, maybe, you misunderstood that because while I was posting, I was posting like a customer. And then that day 33, when I did my coming out post as a coach, was when I truly felt the confidence I needed to say I was coaching and to really lead others to.
0: No, and I like what you're saying because you were posting as a customer. So people weren't thinking, you know, anything like, oh, she just wants the sale. You know, so that's why you created that trust and and you got that confidence because you were you were uh, posting as a customer. So then, um, because this is a topic about transition from customer to coach, talk about then how you made that transition. How coaching was different, if at all, from what you were posting as a customer, as a so-called customer.
1: Yeah, I think from that point forward, I mean. You know, from that point forward, I, I started looking for people to join me. And really the transition from customer to coach has so much still to do about your journey. You know, in the beginning, the most important thing for me was to pour blood, sweat and tears into the program that I was doing. So, you know, after I did that coming out post, I still continued to complete that 80 day obsession program just like a customer online. But I had the confidence and the results to start inviting people to join me. I think one of the most important things that I felt in the beginning was that I wanted to be vulnerable and I wanted to come across authentic. I wanted to make sure that if my best friend was watching me, that she felt I was representing myself through this screen. So I needed to act like a beginner because that's what I was. Um, by the end of that 80 days, I had portion fix on lock. I knew the answer to every single question about that meal plan because I lived it hard for 80 days straight. I read every FAQ. I watched all the videos. I filled out the workbook. I was certified. That fact gave me so much confidence to not just to transition from being super deep into my own personal journey to helping people start theirs. So when I think about this topic, like what do we need in order to coach others? I think we need confidence in the game that we're coaching. For us, that's the programs and products. And that's why it's so incredibly important in the beginning that we are deep into our own journey. That we know these programs back and forth, that we're doing things like being on Beach Body Champions and on the National Wake-Up Call to sort of learn the business side, but that we never lose focus of the fact that our journey is our number one job. So, you know, as we transition to how do you transition from customer to coach? You're like, okay, great. I'm a new coach. You're telling me to focus on my journey, but how do I get working coaches, right? Because everybody wants to build a team and build a business and, and we don't necessarily have the patience to see it through. And this is the secret. Get out your pen. I have it for you. Get customers results. The reason that I decided to start coaching was because I was getting results. I wanted to share that and I wanted to continue getting results. So if I look at my team and if I look at the incredible women that have joined me to coach, all of them got results with these products and programs. I actually asked a few of them Um, did did your results influence you to begin coaching? And they all said, absolutely, yes. So my sort of aha moment here when I was researching for this, or not researching, but when I was thinking about this topic was, let's stop trying to convince our customers to coach and start helping our customers get results. The majority of women in my groups that have had life-changing results have started coaching. So how are we coaching others? This is the key part for me and truly why I think I was able to make a smooth transition was once I had that confidence in the programs and in the products, and once I was able to invite some of the women that were close to me in my life and form these small first groups, I was really bold about helping them get results. And how that looked for me was if they didn't show up, I noticed I tagged them, I checked in on them. In order to do that authentically, though, I needed to know firsthand why, what they wanted from these programs and products. So by identifying what the customers that have said, yes, I want to join your group, if you just, if they said, yes, I want to join your group, and then I never knew why they wanted to join, then it would be really hard for me to follow through on getting them results when they don't show up. So often I hear from new coaches like engagement slow, nobody's showing up in my group. I'm not really sure what to do. And I believe that it's because we're not connected enough to our customers to understand what they want out of these programs and products in the first place. If you are in my group and you tell me that you want to release 20 pounds and then you post the white containers and there's white rice in there, you better believe I'm going to call you out. I have made some customers feel uncomfortable, made them feel like they're doing it wrong because they are. And that was my job as a coach to show them the way to show them how to use the containers to get results. There was a time period in my business where I hesitated to do things like that because I felt like maybe I was, you know, I was, I didn't want anyone to label me uh, with diet culture. And then I actually realized that portion fix, the containers, these programs, these products, They saved me from diet culture. They changed my life and they completely pulled me out of a yo-yo sort of lifestyle that I'd been living in. So anytime I feel hesitant or I feel a pull in my belly to, should I say this to this customer, right? Should I call them out on not showing up? Should I call them out on not doing this meal plan properly? They said they wanted to release 20 pounds, but now they're not doing the things. My answer is yes. I think back to how these programs and products have changed my life. And it was because I followed them to a T. So Every single day in those groups, I'm pouring belief into my customers. I'm also calling them out with that ruthless accountability that I promised I would. I think it was this spring. I was losing a little bit of maybe joy in this business. I run all my groups with my sister, Erin, and I was just feeling like I was hiding a little bit. Sometimes when you have a success partner, it's a little bit easier to take a back seat. And so I told her, I want to run a group all on my own. I thought about what I'm good at as a coach and what I want to do, what brings me joy. And the answer for me was helping women go all in on this nutrition plan because I know how it makes me feel. And I know that it gets customers results. So I started this group. It was a 21-day group. I had them do 21-day fix with the portion control, with the whole thing. I had them sign a commitment contract. This was like, you are not in this group unless you are fully, fully committed. And I had them you know, drink Shakeology for 30 days. That was an absolute requirement. Um, and this group was fire. All the women in that group got incredible results, felt incredible. And guess what? five of them decided to start coaching. Because when we focus on getting our customers results, the natural progression is for them to want to start coaching. So being certified in portion fix, completing EDD obsession, those things all gave me confidence to lead others. I'm not a fitness expert. I wasn't then. I'm still not now. But I know how to follow these programs really, really well. And I know that I can help people do that. So as I reflected this past sort of week about the coaches on my team and who struggled, who hasn't, it all came down to that. It came down to their confidence in these products and programs and their ability to lead others to start doing them together. I'll tell you guys, over the past four years, I've recommitted to these programs endlessly. I've struggled. I've battled addiction. I've changed I have deeply, deeply changed as a human. This job, unlike any other, is a calling to live in the light. I've had so many look in the mirror moments. Live in the light to me means showing up on social authentically while living the coach behaviors. There were a lot of times in my early stages as a coach, while I was trying to transition from customer to coach, that I wasn't showing up authentically and I would catch myself and I would say, what do I need to change? For me, one of my huge battles in the beginning was smoking. I was on and off and on and off. And I knew in the back of my head, I could not carry on as a successful coach with this by my side. So for so many of my new coaches, I ask, what is your thing? Are you scrolling at night? Are you drinking? Are you having a glass of wine after dinner? Are you smoking? Are you binging? Are you watching hours and hours upon TV? All these things, day after day, week after week, year after year, they're going to go. They're going to leave you as you become the best possible coach you can be. But what I encourage people to do in these early days, transitioning from customer to coach, is to be honest with yourself, to be vulnerable enough to look in the mirror and to figure out what do I need to change today? What part of me needs to grow in order to stay authentic, stay vulnerable, and stay in this job as a coach? Julie Julie Voris said recently at leadership that there are a few uh, habits in this business that take no talent. I loved when she said this. Press play. Drink your shake, invite people to join you. If you are willing and wanting to do this job of being a coach, those three things have to be job one. So I ask you to reflect, how are you treating your personal journey? Because that's the calling here. In order to transition from customer to coach, completing these programs with your heart and soul needs to be at the very top of your list. Then once you're confident, then once you're confident, you're ready to help others do the same. I truly believe, and and while preparing for this, I'm changing some things in my own personal training to onboard coaches, that if you are not confident in, in these programs yet, if you do not have that fire in your belly, that belief that transformation is possible and some results, then you need to keep showing up as a customer and keep sharing your journey. And once you're ready, then becoming a coach will feel more authentic. I wonder, you know, So many people in this climate of MLM haters or, you know, hesitant to start network marketing. And then all of a sudden we become a coach and we ask for the sale on day one. And in doing, in reading my first post, it's just become so evident to me how this felt natural, how I made this transition very natural because I didn't do that. All those invitations to join were in the DM. All those invitations to join were in my inbox over text message to my closest friends and family. I'm hosting a group. I have no idea what I'm doing. I want you in it. Will you join me? You know, like something so simple to build my confidence as a coach. When you sign up to be a coach, you're not a coach yet. You're still a customer. When you enroll someone, when you start to change someone else's life, that's what makes you a coach. That's what levels you up and has you ready to start changing lives. And if you want to build this business, it's about getting customers results. It's about changing lives. I want to share with you guys something that really helped me in the beginning. And I call and it was for me, it was making a commitment period. When I started coaching and I made my Instagram page, I was a little bit embarrassed. Like I think many new coaches are. I felt vulnerable. I was putting myself out there. I didn't know if I was going to be successful. I didn't know if anyone was going to join me. Posting about fitness was the anti of everything I was. So I decided to make a commitment period. I said, I'm going to do this for six months and see how it goes. Having that commitment period really helped my really helped me because quitting was off the table for that initial six months. Okay. So if quitting's off the table, then what can I do? How can I lean into this and make the most of this six months? Because I know that quitting's off the table and something really magical happened within six months. Some women in my group got incredible results and decided to join me and coach with me. One of them was my sister. This leads into something I think is so important from transitioning from customer to coach is ultimately finding a success partner, finding somebody who you can bounce ideas off of run groups with hope, you know, do leaderboards with like do, do this business with because it's, it can be lonely to be running an online business at your home without somebody to, to call when you're on that coach coaster, having my sister, I truly believe, um, helped me maintain those commitment periods. So once she joined and we started rolling and I started watching my coach, Kim and her husband, Jamie, and how they were building this business, how they were changing their family's lives and the life that they were leading, Erin and I decided to change our commitment period. We changed it to three years. We knew deep in our soul, because of the confidence that we had gained by doing these programs and products, by helping other women get started, and by seeing them get results, we knew this business was ours for the taking if we wanted it to be. We needed to do the business building activities alongside staying deep in our journey. For me, this always loops back to living in the light. This business has allowed me to completely transform my life by living in the light, by forcing myself to show up authentically. Um something else that really helped me in these early days. And it was on a training on the Beachbody Champions page. And I don't remember who it was, but they said to create a pro and con list for this business. So many coaches are, you know, the coach coaster. It's up, it's down, it's up, it's down. Your commitment period is going to help you not consider coaching during that time, but you're still going to have those moments where you feel insecure, where you feel like you're not doing the things, you're not succeeding, you're not enrolling, you know, whatever those things may be. I wrote this pro and con list and it completely was eye-opening to me and has helped me to this day. I have it in my journal. Every time I start a new journal, I write my pro and con list again on the front. I want to share it with you guys today. Insert income disclaimer if you need to. On my pro list was time freedom, financial freedom, not having a boss, being the mom who can say yes, travel to my homeland for as long as I want, be a good example for my kids, be the strongest, healthiest version I possibly can pay off my mortgage, our mortgage, be financially independent and make an impact in this world. On my con list, invite people to join, show up on social every single day. Little did I know at that time that invite people to join was what was gonna bring me joy because seeing people get results and then decide to coach, that's fun, that's exciting, that brings me joy in this business. Showing up on social every single day, that's what helps me live in the light. When you're feeling low, since quitting is off the table, pivot, reset your journey, read your pro and con list, set your commitment period. So what does it take to coach others? A commitment to your journey, to your growth, to getting customers results? Press play, drink or shake, invite others to join. I want to encourage us all to stop trying to convince customers to coach And to start having the integrity to get customers results. I didn't enroll my first working coaches for six months. That was shocking to me as a coach of three years looking back. I looked back. I looked at the enroll date of some of my leaders and I was shocked. I was just a customer finding my way, making this transition from customer to coach. Until six months in, there were some women in my group that got incredible Life changing results with these programs, and they decided to join me as a coach. Had I quit before that, had I got off the coach coaster, I would have never been able to see this through to where it is today. You know, while preparing for this, Sandy kept pushing me and nudging me to make this tactical. What do coaches need to hear in order to make this transition from customer to coach? I really wanted to provide you guys with something magical. But this topic, guys, this topic is about the heart. This topic is about if you want to change your life. To be a good coach, to transition from coach to customer, it's your vulnerable decision to live in the light. If you show up on social and you're not authentic, then you're just some other girl doing network marketing, working out online. But if you live in the light, if you show up authentically and truly transform your own life, if you look in the mirror at those habits that need changing, that need growth, and you work on them to actually change them, if you share that journey for others to see, that's inspiring. That's what's going to lead to you having a successful coach business. So press play, drink or shake, invite others to join. Those are the take no talent habits. Thank you, Julie, for that. But here's why you're special. Get customers' results. That part's up to you. That part only you can do in your way, in groups that feel meaningful to you, get customers' results. That's what I got, Sandy, back to you.
0: Well, you've got a lot of uh, fans cheering for you as this uh, turned into a whole new topic, which is great because I was taking all these notes and everything that I was going to ask you, you just came right out And you were saying it, tell everybody what the first program you did was again. What was it?
1: 80 day obsession.
0: Okay. And in those, in those 80 days, you went, you went back and you looked at those first posts and you were saying to me that they were really basic, right? Mm -hmm. So you were not asking people to start coaching in those first few weeks or months, right? You said if you had done that, it would have been icky.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those posts, honestly... I felt a little embarrassed reading them, Um, but it gave me such great perspective. When a coach first starts, guys, this is vulnerable. This takes a small amount of social sacrifice to just start as a beginner, to start where you are. Those posts were super basic. They were nothing special. They were just me trying to put myself out there and share this program I was doing. I shared the program. That was the, that's what I think was the most evident. Almost every single one of my posts was day 26 on 80, day 27 on 80, day 29 on 80. You know, I showed the entire progression of that first program.
0: So I wrote something down that was so epic in this whole uh, conversation today, and that's stop convincing people to coach. Start helping them get people results. I was watching a little bit of Sunday football yesterday and I was thinking about the coach that coaches that team. And if that team doesn't work together and they keep losing or they just don't play well, what do you think happens to that coach? (laughs) Like it's so evident that the coaches that are in high demand are the coaches that get results. And like, we are so focused on saying, you know, recruit, recruit, recruit. But really what we should be saying is get results, get results, get results. Because that recruiting is a byproduct. You, you got your results. Therefore, then bringing people to coach with you was, I don't want to say easier,
1: but you were more confident doing it. That is, it's such, that's such a good perspective because the women that I have, and I'll say convinced to coach, they haven't been successful. I raised my hand to coach. I was so in love with these programs. I saw what coaching had to offer me, had to offer in my life, and I raised my hand to coach. I want her. I want her. So that's what I think about when I'm working with customers and trying to get them results. Get them results to the point where they raise their hand.
0: Yeah. I really like how you turned the corner on this topic and you threw me under the bus, but that's always okay because the topic that I hand out to people is just a direction and the way that you took that direction was superb. I thank you. I love that Julie Voris's talk, which is now on the champions page for everybody, Facebook champions, that talk has reverberated um, through the network. And it is as simple as drink your shake, do your workout, get results, share your journey with others. That is it. That's what coaching is, is getting your own results, helping others get their results. I thank you so much for breaking it down into such simple terms. And just uh, congratulations on three years. Are You have a new commitment uh, period, right? Oh, I'm a lifer,
1: I believe there's, there's no plan B. This is it for sure.